Hello everybody, I am Dr. Armin, Professor Armin Astvatsadjan from Yerevan, Armenia, and today we will talk about cardiovascular examination. Complete examination of all systems, all systems, is essential to detect peripheral and systemic effects of cardiac disorders and evidence of non-cardiac disorders that might affect the heart or vice versa. Examination includes the following vital sign measurement, pulse, pulse uh, palpation at auscultation, vein observation, chest inspection, and palpation, cardiac percussion, palpation, and auscultation. A lung examination, including percussion, palpation, and auscultation, extremity and abdomen examination. Cardiac auscultation is discussed in, will be discussed in a separate lecture. Despite the ever increasing use of cardiac imaging, bedside auscultation remains useful as it always available and can be repeated as often as desired without <laughs> cost. Vital signs include blood pressure, heart rate rhythm, respiratory rate, and temperature. <coughs> Blood pressure is measured in both arms and for suspected congenital cardiac disorders or peripheral vascular disorders, disorders in both legs. The bladder of an appropriately sized cuff encircles 80% of the lump circumference and bladders width is 40% of the circumference. The first sound heart is as the mercury column falls is uh, systolic pressure. Disappearance of the sound is diastolic pressure, so-called fifth phase Korotkov sound. Up to a 15, uh, 15, millimeter hydrargyrum pressure differential between right and left arms is absolutely normal. A greater differential suggests a vascular abnormality, for example, dissecting thoracic aorta dissection, uh, or a peripheral vascular disorder. Leg pressure is usually 20 millimeter hydrargyrum higher than arm pressure. To obtain an accurate blood pressure measurement, the patient should be seated in a chair, in a chair like me, not on the examination table, for more than five minutes, feet on floor, back supported. Have, have the limb supported at heart level with no clothing covering the area and calf placement. Abstain from exercising consuming caffeine or smoking for at least 30 minutes before the measurement is taken. Heart rate and rhythm are assessed by palpating the carotid uh, or radial pulse or by cardiac auscultation if arrhythmia is suspected. Some heart beats during arrhythmias may be audible but do not generate a palpable pulse. Respiratory rate, if abnormal, 
may indicate cardiac decompensation or a pulmonary lung disorder, the rate increases in patients with heart failure or anxiety and decreases or becomes intermittent in the moribund. Shallow rapid respiratory may indicate pleuritic pain. Pleuritic pain. Pleuritic pain. Temperature may be elevated by acute rheumatic fever or cardiac infection, for example, endocarditis. Can't say it, huh? endocarditis. After a myocardial infarction, low-grade fever is very common. Other causes are south only if fever persists more than 72 hours. Ankle bronchial index, 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 ankle brachial index. The ankle bronchial index, AB, is the ratio of systolic blood pressure in the ankle to, the, to that in the arm. With the patient recumbent, the ankle blood pressure is measured in both dorsalis pedis and posterior tibial arteria, and the arm blood pressure is measured in both arms at the brachial artery. The index is calculated for each lower extremity by di dividing the higher of the dorsalis pedis or posterior tibial pressure in that extremity by the higher of the two brachial artery systolic pressure. This ratio is normally more than one. A Doppler probe may be used to measure blood pressure at the ankle if the pedal pulses are not easy, easily palpable. A low less than 0.90 ankle brachial index suggests peripheral arterial disease, which can be classified as mild index 0.71 to 0.90, moderate 0.41 to 0.70, or severe less than 0.40, 40, 40. A high index, more than 1.30, may indicate non-compressible non leg vessels, as may occur in conditions that are associated with blood vessel classification, for example, diabetes mellitus, end-stage renal disease, Monkenberg arteriosclerosis. A high index may suggest that further vascular studies are needed. Toeobrachial index or arterial duplex, duplex studies. Orthostatic Orthostatic changes, blood pressure and heart rate are measured with the patient's supine, seated and standing. A one-minute interval is needed between each change is posi in position. A difference in blood pressure of um, less than one, uh, 10 millimeter hydrargium and the change in heart rate of less than 20 beats per minute is normal. In this is orthostatic changes. The difference in blood pressure tends to be a little greater in the elderly due to loss of vascular um, elasticity. Pulses paradoxes. Normally during inspiration, systolic arterial blood pressure can decrease as much as 10 millimeters hydrargium and pulse rate increases to compensate. An exaggeration of this normal response with a greater uh, decrease in systolic blood pressure or weakening of the pulse during inspiration is considered pulses paradoxes. Pulses paradoxes occurred, occurs in cardiac tamponade very, very commonly, constructive pericarditis, severe asthma, and occasionally in chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, 
restrictive cardiomyopathy, severe pulmonary embolism, and hypovolemic shock, rarely. Blood pressure decreases during inspiration because negative intrathoracic pressure increases venous return and hence right ventricle filling. As a result, the interventricle septum bulges slightly into the left ventricle outflow tract, decreasing cardiac output and thus blood pressure. These mechanisms and the drop in systolic blood pressure is exaggerated in disorders that cause high negative intrathoracic pressure, for example, asthma, or that restrictive right ventricle feeling, for example, cardiac tamponade, cardiomyopathy, or outflow, outflow, for example, pulmonary embolism. Uh, pulses paradoxes is uh, quantified by inflating a blood pressure cutoff just above systolic uh, blood pressure and deflating it, uh, it deflating it very slowly. For example, less than two millimeter argyrum per heartbeat. The pressure is noted when Korotkov sounds are at first at first heard, at first only during expiration, and when Korotkov sounds are uh, heard continuously. The difference between the pressure is the amount of uh, amount of pulses uh, paradoxes. Peripheral pulses, uh, major peripheral pulses in the arms and legs are palpated for symmetry and volume intensity. Elasticity of the arterial wall is noted. Absence of pulses may suggest an, an arterial disorder, for example, atherosclerosis or systemic embolism. Peripheral pulses may be difficult to feel in obese or uh, muscular people, athletes. The pulse has a rapid upstroke, then collapses in disorders with a rapid runoff of arterial blood. For example, anterior-venous anterior communication, aortic regurgitation. The pulse is rapid and bounding in hyperthyroidism and hypermetabolic states. It's slow and sluggish in hypothyroidism. If pulses are asymmetric, auscultation over peripheral vessels may detect a bruit due to stenosis. Observation, palpation, and auscultation of both carotid pulses may suggest a specific disorder. So I will put all them in uh, presentation. I will prepare a presentation for you. So it will be called uh, visual, uh, visual Guide to uh, Cardiovascular Examination. Okay, visual guide to cardiovascular examination. Okay, I will prepare it. So don't forget to follow that, huh? Visual guide to cardiovascular examination. I will prepare. So aging and atherosclerosis lead to vessel rigidity, which tends to eliminate the characteristic findings. In uh, young very young children, the carotid pulse may be normal, even when severe aortic stenosis is present. Auscultation over the carotid arteries can distinguish murmurs from bruits. Murmurs originate in the heart of great vessels and are usually louder over the upper precordium and diminish toward the neck. Bruits are higher pitched and uh, heard only over the arteries and seem more superior. Uh, superficial, sorry, it's more superficial. Uh, an arterial brute, brute must be distinguished from a venous hum. Unlike an uh, arterial uh, brute, a venous hum is usually continuous. 
heard best uh, heard heard best heard best <laughs> with the the patient sitting or standing and is eliminated by compression of the ipsilateral internal jugular vein uh, peripheral veins. The peripheral veins are observed for varicosities. Varicosities, varicos, varis. For varicosities, arteri arteriovenous malformations uh, and shunts and overlying inflammation and tenderness due to thrombophlebitis. And arteriovenous malformations or a shunt produces a continuous murmur heard on auscultation and often palpable because resistance is always lower in the vein than in artery during systole and diastole. The neck veins are examined to eliminate, to estimate, estimate venous wave height and waveform. Height is proportional to right atrial pressure and waveform reflects events in cardiac cycle. Both are best observed in the internal jugular vein. The jugular vein, jugular, jugular vein, are usually examined with the patients reclining at 45%. The top of the venous column is normally just above the uh, clavicles, upper limit of normal, 40 centimeter above the sternal notch in a uh, vertical plane. The venous column is elevated in heart failure, volume overload, cardiac tamponade, constructive pericarditis, tricuspid stenosis, superior vena, uh, superior vena cava obstruction, or reduced compliance of the right ventricle. In such conditions, in such conditions are severe, the venous column can extend to, low, to jaw level, and its stop, it, its stop can be detected only when the patient sits upright or stands. The venous column is low in, in hypovolumia. Normally, the venous column can be briefly elevated by firm hand pressure on the abdomen, huh? heptajugular or abdominojugular reflex. The column falls back in a few seconds, maximum three respiratory cycles or 15, 15 seconds. Despite continued abdominal pressure because of compliant right, right ventricle increases stroke volume, via the Frank Starling mechanism. However, uh, the column remains elevated more than 30, more, more than three centimeter, centimeters during abdominal pressure in disorders that cause a dilated and poorly compliant right ventricle or in obstruction of right ventricle filling by the tricuspid stenosis or right atrial tumor. Normally, the venous column falls slightly during inspiration as lowered intrathoracic pressure draws blood from their periphery into vena cava. A rise in the venous column during inspiration, Kussmaul sign, sign of Kussmaul, occurs typically in chronic constructive pericarditis, right ventricle myocardial infarction, and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, COPD, and usually in heart failure and tricuspid stenosis. Jugular vein waves uh, they also put them in uh, normal jugular vein waves. I'll put in PowerPoint presentation. In presentation, visual guide to this lecture to cardiovascular examination. So jugular vein waves can usually uh, be discerned clinically but are better seen on the screen during central venous uh, monitoring.
The A waves are increased in pulmonary hypertension and tricuspal stenosis. J and A waves, canon waves, occur in atrioventricular dissociation within the atrium contracts while the tricus valve is closed. The A waves disappear in atrial fibrillation and are ac accentuated when right ventricle compliance is poor, for example, in pulmonary hypertension or pulmonic, pulmonic stenosis. The V waves are very prominent in tricuspid regurgitation. The X descent is step in cardiac tamponade when right ventricle compliance is poor. The V descent is very abrupt because the elevated column of venous blood rushes into the right ventricle when the tricuspid wave opens, only to, to be stopped abruptly by the, uh, by the right, right ventricle right ventricle wall in restrictive myopathy on the pericardium pericardium in constrictive constrictive pericarditis constrictive pericarditis chest contour and any visible cardiac impulses are inspected the pericardium is palpated for um, pulsations determining apical impulse and thus cardiac sinus and thrills uh, chest deformities may occur a number of the number of disorders. Uh, shield chest and pectus carinatum, a prominent bright-like sternum, may be associ associated with Marfan syndrome, which may be accompanied by aortic root of or mitral valve disease, or Noonan syndrome, Noonan syndrome, which may be accompanied by pulmonic uh, stenosis, atrial septal defects, or hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Rarely, a localized upper chest bulge indicates aortic aneurysm due to uh, Lewis syphilis. Pectus excavatum, uh, pectus excavatum, excavatum or depressed sternum, pectus excavatum with a narrow anteroposterior chest diameter and an abnormally straight thoracic spine may be associated with hereditary disorders involving congenital cardiac defects. For example, the Turner syndrome, Turner syndrome, Noonan syndrome, and sometimes Marfan, Marfan syndrome. Approaching the patient from the right side, uh, this we called about palpation, systematically palpate the precordium with the patient laying on approximately a 30 to 45 degree angle. The apical impulse in healthy individuals should be palpable between 4 and 5 intercostal space, just medial to mid-clavicular line and cover an area less than 2 to 3 cm in diameter. A central precordial have is a palpable lifting sensation under the sternum and anterior chest wall to the left of the sternum. It suggests severe right ventricle hypertrophy. Occasionally, in congenital disorders that cause severe right ventricle hypertrophy, the precordium visibly bulges asymmetrically to the left of the sternum. Sustained thrust at the apex, easily differenti differentiated from the, the less focal, somewhat diffuse pericordial half of uh, right ventricle hypertrophy, suggests left ventricle hypertrophy. Abnormal focus, uh, focal systolic impulses in the pericordium can sometimes be felt in patients with dyskinetic ventricular aneurysm. An, an abnormal diffuse systolic impulse lifts the precordium in patients with severe mitral regurgitation. 
the lift occurs because the left atri uh, atrium ex uh, atrium expands, causing anterior cardiac displacement. A diffuse and in inferior laterally displaced apical impulse is found when the left ventricle is dilated and hypertrophied, for example, in mitral regurgitation. Thrills are a palpable um, buzzing sensation present with particularly loud murmurs. Their location suggests the cause. I will show them the, the cause, so location of thrills and associated disorders, disorders in uh, presentation. Okay, in visual guide to cardiovascular examination. So don't forget to follow. Uh, a sharp impulse at the second intercostal, intercostal space to the left of the sternum may result from exaggerated pulmonic uh, wave valve, pulmonic valve closure in pulmonary hypertension. A similar early systolic impulse at the cardiac apex may represent closure of a stenotic mitral valve. Opening of the stenotic valve sometimes can be felt at the beginning of a diastole. These findings coincide, coincide with an augmented first hard sound and an opening snap of mitral stenosis, hard on auscultation. The lungs are examined, lungs are examined for signs of pleural uh, effusion and pulmonary edema, which may occur with cardiac diseases such as heart failure. The lung examination includes per percussion, palpation, and auscultation. Percussion is the primary physical maneuver, maneuver used to detect the presence and level of pleural effusion. Finding, area, finding areas of dullness uh, during percussions uh, signifies underlying, underlying, underlying fluid or less commonly consolidation. Palpation includes tactile fremitus, vibration of the chest wall felt while a patient is speaking. Ararat, for example. Fremitus is decreased in pleural effusion and pneumothorax and decreased in pulmonary consolidation. For example, lobar, lobar pneumonias. Lobar pneumonias. Auscultation of the lungs is an important component of the examination of patients with suspected cardiac disease. The character and volume of breeze sounds are useful in, in differentiating, in differentiating, 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 sorry, uh, cardiac from uh, pulmonary disorders. Uh, English is not my... That's not very good. Huh? Adventitious sounds, adventitious sounds are abnormal sounds such as crackles, uh, ronchi, wheezes, and street door. Crackles previously called rails. I know rails, and wheezes are abnormal lung sounds that may occur in heart failure as well as non-cardiac disease. So crackles, uh, rails, are discontinuous ad uh, adventitious adventitious breeze sounds. Fine crackles and short high-pitched sounds cause crackles are longer-lasting low-pitched sounds. Crackles have been compared to the sound of crickling plastic rub and can be simulated by rubbing st strands of hair together between two fingers near one's ear. They occur most commonly with uh, atelectasis 
alveolar filling processes, for example, pulmonary edema in heart failure and interstitial uh, lung disease, for example, pulmonary fibrosis. They signify opening of collapsed airways or alveoli. Uh, wheezes are whistling, musical breeze sounds that are worse during expiration than inspiration. Wheezing can be a physical findings or a symptom and is usually associated with dyspnea. Wheezes occur most commonly with asthma but can also occur in cardiac disease such as heart failure. I'll try to put uh, uh, these sounds in here, okay? For example. So, wheezing. Wheezing. Oh, this was wheezing. Okay, once again for wheezing, please. So this was wheezing. So thanks. Abdominal and extremity examination. Ab uh, abdomen and extremities are examined for signs or fluid overload, which may occur with heart failure as well as non-cardiac disorders, for example, renal, hepatic, lymphatic. In the abdomen, significant fluid overload manifests as uh, ascites, as ascites, ascites. Marked ascites uh, causes uh, visible abdominal distension, which is tense and non-tender to palpation with shifting uh, dullness of, uh, on abdominal percussion and a fluid wave. The liver may be distended and slightly tender with a hepatojugular hepato reflux present. With a hepatojugular reflux present. Hepatojugular reflux present. Extremities. In the extremities, primary the legs, fluid overloads is manifest as edema, which is swelling of soft tissues due to increased interstitial fluid. Edema may be visible or on inspection, but modest amounts of edema is very, very obese. Of edema in very obese or muscular people, maybe athletes, may be difficult to recognize visually. Uh, these extremities are palpated for presence and degree of uh, pitting, visible and palpable depressions caused by pressure from um, the uh, examiner finding fingers or the examiner's fingers which displaces the interstitial fluid. The area of edema is examined for extent symmetry, for example, comparing both extremities, warmth, erythema and tenderness. With significant fluid overload, edema may also be present over the sacrum, genitals, or balls. Uh, tenderness. Tender, erythema, or both, in particular when a unilateral suggests inflammatory and an inflammatory cause, for example, cellulitis or thrombophlebitis. Uh, Non-pitting edema is more suggestive of lymphatic of lymphatic or vascular obstruction than fluid overload. So I guess that's enough for today. Bye, see you. 
Oh, okay. Don't forget to follow visual guide. Huh? I will prepare that. Bye.